Rocking and rolling, scooting and booting, grinding and gunning. gunning. We are here to bring you some more knowledge for this week and hopefully something that you guys can share out to your friends and family. Um, or maybe that's somebody you don't. I want you to. Here's, here's, uh, here's my request. Okay? From me to you, the person listening. I want you to go to your phone. I want you to go to this podcast, whether it's on Spotify or Apple. Okay? I want you to pick the episode, whether it's this episode or another episode. I want you to click the share button. And then when it pulls up text message, I want you to click text message. Okay? From that text message, I want you to type a random ass number in the top and just push send. That's actually a pretty good idea. That's what I want you to do. That would help me massively, and it would help James massively, and it would also help us make more content because hopefully, in the grand scheme of things, in the correct way. That's a pretty good idea. When we finish this recording this, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it too. We'll just see what happens. Hmm. Just see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully it's a... Uh, Hopefully you're on an iPhone, and if you're on an iPhone, hopefully that other person has a blue text message. Does does green text or do green text messages piss you off? Do you have an iPhone? Uh, I have an iPhone. Um, if I get a the just a regular, I guess that's an SMS. Is that correct? Um, no, I wouldn't say it pisses me off. I just think they're beneath me. Yeah, that, that, that's that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Well, here's here's the thing. Okay? In in the world of iPhone versus Android, it's very important to have an iMessage because of the iMessage. The iMessage is the king of messages. Point is, if yeah, if, if I text you and you have a green on your phone or green on your message, I'm just not that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if that if that, that if that message, that I message is blue. Oh. I'll talk to you all day. Yeah. It's just it's just I, I know it's delivered. I know it's been sent. And I know that my point has come across. Yeah. And also group group text. Uh, what what is what is your opinion on group text? Uh I'm not a fan of group text messages. Unless it's a really fun group, so anything but that still has its limits. Anything involves me in my thing. Say that again. Anything that has to do with me, you love. Yeah, That's you got it. it. That's, That's it. it. As long as Addison's in the group text, uh, that's all that matters, I guess. That's all that matters at the end of the day. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, as a company, I don't know if I can say this out loud, but I'm going to. And hypothetically, if you have a green, like if, if you come in for an interview and you have a green phone, what would you say? 
Hypothetically, Jamie. Hypothetically. Because we run an entire group message off of iPhone. Blue message. You talk about internal communication with the company? Y'all use... Oh, that's... Huh. Everybody. Yeah, because I guess everybody's kind of all over the place all the time, right? Yeah. That makes sense. We use Slack. Yes. So we we use Trello to keep Mm -hmm. everybody on board, but it's important to have a group message of like... Yeah. Just an ongoing thing that people keep updates or, um, you know, shit that's going on, pictures, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, Slack is what we've stuck with. It's been it's been a good tool, but just the sheer volume. So, like in a week, we'll have 3,200 messages. Yeah. Average, we average around like 3,200 messages. So, you know, and I get that weekly update. Um, so, yeah, this is this is more based off of like team bonding, team communication. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I I think that's great, dude. I I think hey, as long as you got something, communication is key. Hey, before we get into that, though, you were starting to tell me about a book. What book was this? Oh, man. Yeah. So um, recently, I uh, was listening to a podcast, and it's it, it's not the normal podcast that I listen to. It's not, you know, I just jumped on, right? Um, but the folks that were on it and the conversations that were happening were not just um, the normal conversation of business or mindset or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they mentioned a book. It's called "The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success: A Practical Guide to the Fulfillment of Your Dreams." Mentioned the book, and I was like, the way that they were talking about this book, like it was a key to a lot. And I was like, hmm, I have not read that book. Pulled it up on Amazon. It was twelve dollars. I was like, I'll give it a shot. I'll read the first page. Whatever. I bought it on Monday. I'm almost done. Literally sitting at like in my office in the morning before I start my day, before I get on the emails, before I get on everything. I sit in my little chair and I read a chapter out of the book. Or however much I need to read. But I will get sucked into this. And the way that it, it brings up thoughts and The way that it makes you think is, com- it's a lot of what we talked about in the, like on our podcast. It's a lot of like the mindset, the, 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 the change in, in certain things times 10, but practical knowledge and like one, two, three, four steps of how to apply. Nice. James, there's not too many books, a few Jocko books that I've taken highlighters to. Yeah, dude, you're in that one, aren't you? Dude, I, it, multiple, multiple pages, multiple things on each page that I've highlighted that that I need to connect with. And it's it's not woo woo. It's not it's yeah. not any it's not anything crazy. If there was a book that I wish I had that I that I know that I would have connected with when I was 25, 24. 18 maybe, if you could have gotten me to read it, this would have been the book to hand me. Genuinely. This is the book that I, above um, Discipline Equals Free, or uh, Extreme Ownership, above Extreme Ownership. 
You, you know, man, I think that's the thing. Like there's certain books you connect with. There's two books off the top of my head. Uh, be obsessed or be average. I love that Grant Cardone book. It's just good, man. It, it I connect with it. And then the second one is uh, Gary Keller's book, uh, The One Thing. That book, it just it I I comprehend the information so easy, you know. Like it just it I, it syncs with the way I think. And you know, so here's the here's the thing though. You got the shitload of stuff highlighted in that book. That's a lot of information to digest, right? How many times a year do you think you need to consume that book? Genuinely, probably three times. Three times. Yeah, right. Like it needs to be an ongoing thing, yeah. and that's one thing I've realized that I didn't before. I didn't do well. I'd have a book, and it really connect. I connected with what was being said in the book, and it was great information, and I felt like I needed to apply it. And then I would read it once and set it to the side. Yep. I don't remember a tenth of what I highlighted or underlined or made notes in the margins on. And then I don't go back to it. It's useless. And, you know? and that, it's the about the retention of the knowledge that you're bringing in. And something that, that I'd ne- I didn't necessarily think about, like what you're saying, like there, there's certain books that I've listened to twice. Extreme Ownership, The Field Manual, and Leadership Strategies and Tactics. I read the book and I listened to the book. Um, there's not too many books that that have connected with me in a certain way that I'm like, okay, I need to listen to that again. Uh, this book will probably be a forever book in my life. Yeah. And it's only like 111 pages. It's not that thick of a book mm-hmm. for someone <clears throat> who wants to quickly digest some knowledge and learn something and then be able to uh, you know, apply something in each chapter to that day. Yeah. To that week, to that month, to the year. Um, and it's, it's helped me through a few different situations that I've currently put myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes you think about like the universe is, is, you know, God, the universe, it, it's all the same. It's all, it's all relatively the, the same thing, right. In the sense of, we're all made up of the same things. We're all made up of atoms. We're all made up of, of hydrogen, oxygen. Like there's so many things. Me and this cup are the same. The only thing that changes is my intent, my consciousness, and my and and the ability to have like a nervous system that I can control my body. Mm-hmm. Furthering, it goes a lot deeper than that. But that's that that's a lot of it, right? Um, being aware and being present that's that's something that we've talked about and it's a lot of work that i've done on myself over the past you know year or two but this is taking it to a different a different a different realm yeah and i find myself actually being present in certain things um whereas normally i'll, I'll just you know you'll be walking and then catch a sunset and you're like oh that's a pretty sunset and move on this morning, I, I, I walked outside and I was like, damn, it's beautiful. Wow. And just took it in. And yeah. I got in my truck and I went to work. Mm-hmm. And then just taking certain moments out of your day to just actually genuinely be in a conversation with, you know, like this. So it's, it's a cool book. I would suggest that. Is there, 
you said uh, the Gary Keller, Gary Keller book. Uh, yeah, the one thing <clears throat> I really enjoyed that book. I mean, it just uh, Morgan bought me that for Christmas, and uh, Matt shoot through that thing, and it, it's it's been a good book. I like to go back to it. I, I really enjoy the way he thinks and just the way he puts his processes information, the way he puts out his information. It's just, it's a great book. It is um, me being uh, so in depth with K- Keller Williams. Um, for those of you that don't know, that's what the, that's the company that Gary Keller owns. Um, a lot of what Gary Keller is and who he is transitions into the company pretty deeply. Um, and they, they call it drinking the Kool-Aid, the Keller Williams Kool-Aid. Um, it's a lot of information. It's a lot of, of, of positive mindset. Mm-hmm. It can also be a little bit overwhelming for someone who doesn't, um, who doesn't necessarily think that way or feel that way or whatever. Uh, but that's a really good introduction. And that's like the first book that they give you when you sign up is the one thing. I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, that's a great book. But, you know, you just said that about positive mindset. I, I think if we, if we, if, if some people they are like, ah, oh, you know, that's just too positive or that's Pollyannish or whatever. Like, wh- what if, what if you just realize there's multiple views to one thing? Yeah. You know, okay, maybe one's positive, maybe one's negative, maybe one's neat you know what i'm saying it's not even yeah. focused on positive or negative like but the point is is that there's there's a hundred different ways to look at the same situation and your past is going to determine how you look at it because that's what you have to go off of that's the way we're programmed that's the way we're built that's the way our mind works past experiences teach us right the stove's hot i burnt my freaking hand i don't touch it again right You've you've had people tell you stuff was a bad idea, Addison, and you did it anyways because you hadn't experienced it yet. Damn straight. Everybody has, right? Like, you know, I mean, our whole system of how we use services and things is based off reviews, like how we look at what other people thought about it from there. Like, everything's based on a viewpoint. So you need to be open to the fact that your viewpoint is not the only way to see something. That's true. Then maybe you can step outside the picture, you know, step outside the frame so you can see the picture and maybe look at something different. You know, you mentioned Jocko. Jocko looks at, he talks about detaching, right? Stepping back off the line so you can see what's actually going on, you know, because you get in you get tunnel vision the way you think it is. Which is very hard to do. Yes. In many situations, especially when it's a situation that, that you were personally involved with. And I, I, I didn't understand detachment. Like to me, detachment is like, okay, well, I'm gonna disengage from, from what's happening and take a moment for myself. Right. And in some cases that that's that's correct. But also detachment is being at- detached from the outcome of the situation and actually observing what's happening. And that 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 that's a that's a that's a concept that I didn't understand. Taking it back to what you said a minute ago, the book, The Games People Play. Ooh, I don't know if you've read it or not. Read Wait a minute. That's a, you're saying there's a book called The Games People Play? Yeah. 
I've never read that. Oh, baby. You want to talk about becoming self-aware of your own shit? Oh, becoming self-aware. The games people play. Hold on, I'm pulling this up on Audible. It's on Audible. It's on, uh, you can get it on Amazon. Um, also, uh, a quick way, I don't know, this is this is not necessarily a, a, uh, a plug or anything, but there's a, a program called Short Form, and that's what I use in my company for um, like quick digesting of books. It's like a one-page summary of a book. Mm-hmm. And we'll have discussions about it with the team, like what they thought, how it was good, and how it was bullshit, and all that kind of stuff. This is one of the books that we did um, that, in return, made me actually go and audible, uh, audible the book. Um, but it's, it's called The Games People Play, and they, they talk about certain things, whereas the mind is formulated with three three things: the child, the adult, and I'm gonna fuck up the last one. Um, child, the adult, and us, right? The, the person that you are. The child is everything that's happened to you in the past, right? Your experiences, your knowledge, the the things that your parents told you, all of it. That's the child piece. How we acted as a child. Um, disassociation, disattachment, um, love, all, all of those things that, that happen when we get in an altercation with somebody that, we, that we're close with. The adult is the mind that wants to take over in the situation and say, hey, you're acting, you're acting kind of out of character, you're da da da. The one, the person, the the, the voice that, that kind of says, "Hey, calm, calm down," or or whatever it is, you're acting this way. The us part is like a combination of the two that we don't really perceive. It's like the subconscious piece of of, of what we're doing. If that makes sense. Um, and in a, in a in a situation where you know, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend, whether it's at work, whether it's any sort of relationship that you have on with, even with yourself, right? the, the relationships that you have, it's a concept that I'm going to do this because I know this puts this reaction in place, right? So, James, whatever, I, I don't know how I'm going to formulate that the actual circumstance there, but I'm going to say something. That no, like I know that if I act this way, I'm getting a reaction out of you because of that, right? Like, James, I hate you, right? Your reaction would be like, whatever, whatever I'm looking yeah. for. I know what I'm looking for, so I act a certain way. And then that self conversation that you have, like, why am I acting this way? Why am I doing this? That you normally don't have, and that or maybe you ignore it. The person that flies off the rails. And they know that they're going to get a reaction out of their family members. And then they come back to you and say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I got upset because you slammed the door. And not actually yeah. taking ownership of them being upset. The game mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a good book to, to become self-aware of your own games that you play with other people. And how there's healthy games and there's also unhealthy games. Um, so that's another good book. Very cool. Yeah. like it. I just went down the So let's take away from this. 
read some books, explore some books, talk with, talk about it with people and get them engaged on books. And then if it's a book that really speaks to you, don't consume it just once. Go back to it. And then be willing to share that book. I think, I think that's one of the more important things is if you find a book that impacts your life, like extreme ownership, like seven spiritual laws of success or whatever it is, maybe it's a novel and you were able to pull something out of it. It's important to maybe jot some notes down on the side of the page, maybe highlight some stuff, go through the process of actually consuming the knowledge and and the retention that, 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 that's the other half of reading. Yeah. Read books just to read books. Yeah. And not actually consume and, and re- retain the, 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 the knowledge that's being passed. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I think reading some fun books too. I mean, that's important as well. I mean, it opens up your vocabulary. I mean, it helps with a ton of things, your grammar, all that. I mean, it's, it's a great idea. I mean, every year I don't read a lot of, uh, fiction. I just, I don't know. I, I'm so fascinated by, by like nonfiction stuff. Like one of my favorite books is Sapiens. I mean, it's just talking about human history and stuff and how they think we developed. It, it's just cool. It fascinates me. I, I'm not big into fiction, but every, every, usually at least once a year, I read Catcher in the Rye. I love that book, man. It's just a fun story about this kid that's just like trying to figure out life, and he's like in his head constantly. It's just an interesting book to me. I read it. Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, Catcher in the Rye. It's an it's an old book. I think it's from like the uh, I don't know what year it was published. Like I think maybe in the forties or something. But it's a great book. It's a really famous book, and I I I enjoy it. Um, So. You know, but like, there's nothing wrong with finding to me. Okay. I spent a lot of time in like self-help books, but I could go to something that's, that's history based and get a lot out of it. Like the Benjamin Franklin book, man, that was a, I really enjoyed that his biography. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot you can pull and it doesn't have to just be self-help books, you know? Yeah. One one of mine is uh, of mice and men. Oh, that's a great book. Uh, and it's, it's a great super book. super quick read. You can knock that thing out in a couple hours. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's one of those books that the end can be taken in so many different ways that it's it's such an important it's such an important morale not morale um, moral code and being able to understand somebody so like even having a conversation about that can open up a dialect that that you may not have had with that other person. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, one hundred percent, man. I think I think this is a good conversation, um, mm-hmm. and also know when a book doesn't connect with you, it's okay to put it down. One hundred percent agree, man. I used to think I'd have to finish a book, and all I do, all I was doing was just killing my want to read something I would enjoy. It, it, it don't speak to me, man. Especially if it's any kind of self help book or business, you know, anything. Like, I'm tossing that sucker to the side, man. Yeah. And that that took me a minute to actually uh, realize that because. You can go down an entire book and, and be like, I mean, I got what I needed out of it in the first six chapters. Yeah. You, you finish the book and you're like, I just wasted a month of, of reading or whatever it might be. It's okay to put a book down. I can't remember who it was. I mean, it's 
it was somebody very successful. I can't remember if it was one of the authors we had on. I don't want to say a name. I think I know who it was, but he was talking about how he didn't even start a book front to back. He's like, I jump around in it. Yeah, that was um, that was the cat who wrote Prophet Perfect. Yeah, was it my? I was thinking it was Mike McCallowitz. I just didn't. I, I feel really confident it was him. You know, he talked like I don't. I don't really care. Like I like to read what the chapters are and then go to the chapter. Yeah, and just read about it. Like, you know, I mean, you can consume it however you want. If it helps you, in the sense of maybe detaching for a moment and get some enjoyment out of it, uh, or um, teaching you a lesson, whatever. Like, consume it however you want. You don't think you don't think twice if you want to flip through the a hundred different channels or movies on Netflix. And you're just, you're just numbing your brain when you're doing that shit. That's pure entertainment. So like, why does you learning something have to be painful? Yeah. Doesn't have to be. And look at Audible. Like, there's a reason that, that you, can get <clears throat> you can get an Audible account for free and buy a book per book. Like, there's many ways to consume knowledge and, and podcasts are great because you get, get, to, you get to see a form of a conversation, but there's nothing that replaces gaining knowledge yourself from books yeah from the the conversations that people have like there, there's there's something to that yeah but, um I, I think i think we've dropped it so um yeah my, my next thing is uh the monk that sold the, uh, his ferrari or, or something along those lines that I'm, mm. I don't know what the verb is and then atomic habits nice all right well hey look if y'all got a book y'all suggest to us I'd like to hear about it. I bought, I bought both of those books <clears throat> just now through Audible that Addison mentioned because um, I like to consume it through Audible. So uh, we appreciate you. We enjoy the fact that you listen to us. Hopefully we don't take all your blessings from hearing us. I don't hear shit you're saying. You, you didn't hear anything? No. Okay, good, because it got weird. Um, okay. We appreciate you. It means a lot that you listen to the shows. <laughs> this podcast has grown the way that it has, and it, it means a lot, and we're able to contact, or not contact, but able to touch many people and inspire people to do certain things that maybe they never even thought about doing. Um, and that's what that's, that's my goal in life, is to inspire people to be inspired. And that's that's this is one way that we get to do that. I appreciate you, and do not forget to go over to OriginUSA and JockoFuel.com. Put in the code GRIND10, get yourself 10% off when you order something. Anything you need to say, James? Nope, you covered it. Got it. Grinder out.